Afternoon, everybody. It is April 11th, Tuesday. I hope everyone had a great weekend and had a happy Easter. Excuse me. Um, I had a pretty decent Easter. Got to see my kids after I got off work Saturday. Uh, had somebody quit last minute Friday night. Got woke up to that Saturday morning. Uh, did get to spend Easter Sunday with my kids. So that was a pretty good way to end my weekend. Uh, I am getting over being sick. I'm sure you can hear it. I've been fighting it for four or five days now. Uh, so I do apologize. Oh, someone's getting pulled over. Um, I've struggled with recording, uh, this week's episode. Uh, the topic I was going to do is a little controversial in some, uh, circles, um, and I think I'm going to hold off on it for now until I can organize my thoughts better for it, uh, to keep me from going on my, uh, <laughs> pretty prevalent tangents I get on sometimes. Um, so I think this week I'm just going to pick up where I left off last week and talk about just, you know, improving yourself and, you know, how to go about doing that. You know, I talked about, you know, getting out of the house, um, and doing things like go to the gym or walk your dog or go run at the track or write things down or whatever. Um, and being that, you know, summer's right around the corner. It is spring. Uh, we're lucky enough. We're having 70 degree days, almost 80 here in Ohio. Um, beautiful day today, sunshine and warm, breezy. Um, I normally would be driving with the windows down in my pickup right now, but obviously that makes it hard to record. You guys wouldn't hear much of what I say. Um, so with that being, you know, somewhere around the corner, uh, being on my, you know, in mind, um, one thing I didn't, I didn't bring up last week is one thing that, you know, I got into real big about six years ago. Um, I got into kayaking, uh, so much so that I went out and bought an eight foot boat, uh, vest, paddle, license, all that stuff. And I go almost every weekend that I can, um, throughout the summer. I really enjoy it. It's really relaxing. I try and go to different places and, um, you know, that way I don't get too bored of it. Um, and I, I really enjoy it. And I, you know, I took my son and he really liked it. And the following year after I bought mine, I bought him, uh, a seven footer and, you know, he really enjoys it, gets him out of the house, out from behind the TV and, you know, it gives us something to bond over, uh, something we both really enjoy because, uh, you know, you, you fellas that our parents know and you fellas that aren't parents quite yet will soon realize once you have kids, once they hit the teenage years, uh, it's hard to have things in common with them sometimes. Uh, so I'm lucky enough that, you know, we both enjoy doing that. Um, so, you know, that might be something that you might look into, you know, I'm not, you don't have to go out and buy a boat or anything. You can find delivery and, you know, go rent you a canoe or a kayak or maybe go tube. And if you're one of those people that doesn't necessarily want the physical exercise, but you want something relaxing to do, go rent you a tube and go for a float with just you or some friends or whoever, uh, just floating on a tube can be really, uh, relaxing too. And, you know, that's really what comes down to a lot of things in our lives as far as how they affect us emotionally and mentally is being able to relax and let go sometimes. Uh, you know, if we hold on too tight to certain things, they tend to cause a lot of damage in our lives. Um, 
whether they be work-related, uh, you know, personal life, family, if we hold on to them too much, too long, uh, they can really start to affect us in a negative way. And being able to let yourself relax and escape from those things uh, can be very helpful uh, in rebuilding your emotional and mental strength uh, and building yourself back up to where you know you want to be or maybe where you used to be. And that's really what I want to talk about is rebuilding yourself and or you know maybe building yourself to be that person you want to be. You know, if you're one of those people that had an epiphany one day that, wow, you know, I'm not the person I want to be or I'm not the person I expect myself to be or, you know, maybe you went through a breakup and, you know, that person was, you know, said some things at the end that, you know, you really had a coming to Jesus moment. You're like, God, you know, maybe I'm not the person I thought I was. And that those those are are hard. You know, when when somebody tells you, listen, you're a fucking asshole or you're a piece of shit or whatever, uh, you know, those can be really hard things to hear. Uh, but this is going to be even harder to hear. Those people are the people you need to be grateful for. Those people who are willing to be honest. And I'm I'm not saying that, you know, when someone tells you you're a piece of shit uh, or you're an asshole that everyone that says it's being honest, sometimes they're trying to be hurtful. Uh, I'm talking about the people who, you know, basically are your ride or dies and, and they're, they'll look at you and say, no, you were wrong. You were in the wrong on this one. Um, those are the people that you need to do your best to keep around. Uh, cause those are the people that are good for you. Uh, those are the people that are, you know, trying to tell you, Hey man, like, you fucked up. Like, I know you can do better. I know you can be better. So, you know, you should be better. Keep those people around, you know, thank them when you get to that point in your life where you, you can sit there and look back and go, God, I can't believe I was that way. And you'll get there. Um, life is all about, you know, choices and what we want to do. You know, we're, we're lucky enough that we have the ability to have free will. Um, I'm looking for a quote real quick that I want to read to you guys. Um, that I, I hung it in my office the other day for my employees. Because I really, I do believe this. Um, and actually, I'm going to quote a couple things. And the first one I want to read you uh, was a tweet from a guy named Matt Lyle says on every team, there is a core group that sets the tone for everyone else. If the tone is positive, you have half the battle won. If it is negative, you are beaten before you ever walk on the field. And he quoted Chuck Knoll. And I want you to think about that for a minute. I've said in a previous podcast that, you know, positive thoughts bring about positive energy. And, it not only affects you, but it affects the people around you. And that's what this quote is getting at. That if you come into something with a negative attitude, the outcome's not going to be very positive. But if you come into it with a positive attitude, you still have a chance that the outcome is going to come out in your favor. And that applies to a lot of things in our lives, whether you know it be work, um, sports, um, 
family, relationships, if you go into them with negative thoughts and expectations, all you're going to get out of it is negative results. So go into them with positive thoughts and, you know, positive energy and really put your best foot forward to make the best of the situation as you possibly can. And don't give it a half measure. You know, don't go into it like, well, you know, I could go 50-50. No, you need to be like, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to do it. I'm going to get that job. I'm going to ask that chick I have a thing for for her number. Put your best foot forward. Positive energy, positive thoughts, create positive actions. Okay? I don't want you guys going into this half-cocked and think that, oh, yeah, you know, I... I'm okay. I, like my my mental health's all right. No, you no half measures here. Your mental health is extremely important, and your mental health is affected by the things that go on in your life every day. You know, we've talked, or I've talked, if you've listened, <coughs> excuse me, about you know the people in your life who know you know when something's going wrong. And if you're constantly going through life with a negative attitude, people notice those things. But, you know, when you go through things with a positive attitude, you'd be really surprised at how things in your life tend to turn around and change a little bit. And it's it's not going to be an overnight thing that, oh, I'm going into this with a smile. I'm automatically going to get the job. No, you might not. But I'll guarantee that if you go into it with a positive attitude and a positive smile, that potential employer should be like, man, that guy has a great attitude, and we really need more of that around here. No, I, I speak from a person who hires people. If somebody comes in and I interview them and they're like, well, you know, I'm kind of good at this, I'm kind of good at that. No, I really don't. I don't want to do that. I don't. I don't think so. I'm probably not going to call them back. That chick you have a thing for that you're kind of talking to, she's not looking for a guy that does things at half measure that's, uh, well, you know, I don't know if I can. You know, I don't I don't think so. I'm not really into that. No, they, they want someone with positive vibes to them. Nobody wants to be around a sourpuss every day, okay? Positive, positive, positive. Get rid of the negative. Start being positive in your life and start telling yourself, I can do this. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then do it. There's nothing holding you back but you. Like I said last week, you guys are already making the first step just by being here and trying to improve your mental health. That's a positive. Keep going. Keep coming back. Keep doing the things that you're doing in your life to improve your mental health for you. You can do it. I believe in you. Now, the next quote I want to read you is um, is one that I saw, and it made me a little introspective about myself, and I really see myself in it because I find it true about myself because, again, I'm on the same journey that you guys are. I'm trying to do better for myself because I want to feel better. I want to be better and in a better headspace. And it says, every time you see me, I will be doing better than I was before. It's me versus me. Now, why is that important? Why does that relate to me? Um, 
Because like I just said, you're doing this for you. And the only person that's going to hold you back is you. If you tell yourself, I can't do it, you're wrong. You can do it. You need to stop going into things with a negative attitude and start coming out with a positive attitude. Hey, man, I'm going to try that. I know that there's a chance that I might not like it, but I'm going to try it and go into it with a positive attitude. That way, if I come out and not like it, I know it wasn't because I talked myself out of it before I did it. <clears throat> if you go into it with a negative attitude, you've already lost. You know, I, for those of you who played um, football, I was I'm not one of you. I'm, <laughs> I'm not a football person. Um, but football, baseball, soccer, whatever, uh, sport you may have chosen or ha still play, um, is a team sport. And a lot of times in those team sports, you, you know who your competitor is, especially in high school, you know, you know what teams you're going to be playing, you know what their, you know, win-loss record is. Uh, you know how they did in last week's game. You probably know how they did in the game two weeks ago. You know who their best players are, what positions they're in, you know, what their weaknesses are. You know all that stuff. And more importantly, when you're at those practices and your coach is sitting there talking to you, or right before a game, before you're going out to meet that other opponent on the field, the coach is looking at you and saying, we're going to go out tonight and we're going to win this. We're going to kick their ass and we're going to fucking win it. You know why? Because that coach understands that if you go out there and say, well, we're just going to give it our best. That if he's not feeling it, you guys aren't feeling it. If he thinks that there's a chance you're going to lose, that shit's affecting you guys too. And you guys feel like you're going to lose. But if he goes out there and pumps you up and says, we're going to kick their fucking ass. We're going to, they're not going to put a score on the board at all. They're not going to get any field goals. They're not going to get any home runs. You know, they're not going to get any goals. You guys are going to be pumped up and you're going to go out there and do your absolute fucking best you possibly can to win that game because you believe that your coach is right and you're going to fucking win. Positive thoughts bring positive vibes and actions. And if you guys fucking lose, it doesn't matter. Because as long as you went out on that field, out on that diamond, and you did your absolute best, you gave it your fucking all. You could not give any more. You won. Because you did something you didn't think that you could do. And that was give your all. Do it again. Do it with your everyday life. Go out and do and be the best version of you that you best possibly can. You know, if you go into work and you're like, God, I don't want to be here. I want to be anywhere else other than home. And I'll be the first to tell you I'm guilty of this at times too. You know, there are times where I would rather be at home, you know, mowing my grass or, you know, remodeling parts of my house. And those are the long, drawn-out days. Why? 
because I'm going into it with a negative attitude because I would rather be anywhere else other than there. Stop. I have to I have to catch myself on this stuff. Just stop. Start telling yourself, I'm going to get through this day. I'm going to go home and I'm going to do what I want to. But for now, I'm at work. I'm going to earn my paycheck and I'm going to do the best for my boss that I can. Because that's why I'm here, is I'm here to be the best possible employee I can be. And I'm here to be a better better version of me than I was yesterday. I'm going to be a better version of me than I was 12 hours ago, 8 hours ago, 6 hours ago, 4 hours ago. Best possible version of you you possibly can. And that starts in your brain, guys. That starts up here. You can't see me, but I'm tapping my head. That starts within you. Being a better version of yourself for yourself is how it starts. And again, you're, you've already started your journey. You're here. Don't stop. Don't like, don't, don't stop because you may not like something that I say. Keep going. You probably don't like something that I say because you see it in yourself and you don't want to address that issue because it's too hard. Well, guess what? If it was easy, you wouldn't be here right now listening to me talk about it. Sometimes the hardest things to do are the things that we need the most. (coughs) And that's a fact. You know, just like I talked about earlier, you know, sometimes holding on to the something can be the worst thing you can do because it, it it hurts. Those are usually the hardest things to do is to let go. But sometimes it's what's best for us. You know, if you're in a toxic relationship, the worst thing you can do is hold on thinking that things are going to change. You know, if, if you've tried to address the issue and, and resolve it so it's better and it hasn't changed, it's probably not going to. So you need to do the hard thing and you need to get out. Because holding on just hurts more when you finally do. Let go. You know, um, I went through that myself where I was in a toxic relationship. And, you know, I just kept saying, oh, well, you know, it's because of this. It's because of that. It'll get better. It'll get better. And it didn't. And when I finally got to the point at the end of the relationship where I said, you know what, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not going to, I'm not going to hold on to this anymore. I'm, I'm going to let go. I cried. I got angry. I cried some more and I got angrier. And, you know, some of the, the anger and the sadness was from because of them. But some of it was because I let myself go through that. I allowed myself to put myself through that. I didn't wake up to the fact that they weren't trying to be a better person than they were yesterday. They were completely content with who they were, how they were, and they weren't going to change. Because they didn't want to change for them, and they damn sure didn't want to change for me, because 
in their mind, I needed to change who I was to fit them. And I'm sorry, but I'm not going to do that. I'm not changing me for anyone else but me. It's not going to happen. Because at the end of the day, I need to be happy with who I am. You need to be happy with who you are. And if at the end of the day, you tell yourself, you know, I'm happy just being an asshole to everybody, not having any friends, being alone all the time, and feeling sad and depressed, well... Bro, you do you, but you're not happy because you wouldn't be depressed. You wouldn't feel alone. You need to be the best possible version of you for you. And that starts inside you. You need to love yourself. And, you know, there might be things that you're mad about, um, that have happened to you that, you know, maybe somebody else did to you or maybe you were like me and you held on too long and you hurt yourself by doing that. Let it go. Forgive them. Forgive yourself. Don't hold on to that stuff. It'll eat you alive and it'll eat you from the inside out. Forgive them. Forgive yourself. The only way you're going to heal from it is to forgive. And if you're not the forgiving type, well, here's your opportunity to be different than you were yesterday. Forgive them. Forgive yourself. Change starts from within. And it starts in your brain, telling yourself, I'm going to change. I'm going to be better. I'm going to be different. Uh, I'm, I'm very antisocial. And it's not because, you know, I don't want to talk to people or because I dislike people. I mean, there are, uh, you know, I'll admit it. I, I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you guys I'm the perfect person because I'm not. I, there are, you know, certain people that just get on my nerves and I don't want to talk to. Um, but I often don't relate to a lot of people in certain situations. You know, they're, you know. Like you guys that played football, I can't relate to any of you guys or you guys who played basketball, whatever. I can't relate to you on those grounds, so I oftentimes find myself, you know, maybe not interested in the conversation because I don't know anything about it. And, you know, you might have it the same way. You know, uh, uh, one thing that I really enjoy is going to dirt tracks and watching, you know, race cars. I'm sure a lot of you have never seen any of that and have no idea what the hell I'm talking about when I say that a car is, you know, pushing coming off or pushing going in or it's getting tight coming off the corner. I know what that means, but you might not. But there are other people out there who do. And that's a lot of times where we we find our friends is common ground. And I'm antisocial to the point where Sometimes I'm just not very uh, conversational. If I know you well enough, you know, I might talk your ear off. Um, You know, once I get comfortable, you you know, I might open up more and talk more. Um, But as a generality, I tend to keep to myself a little bit. I keep my circle small. Um, 
society has taught me that, you know, a listening ear is a running mouth sometimes. So I tend to keep things close to the vest. May not always be the most healthy thing to do, but there are options to get those things off your chest. And, you know, we've talked about those before. But I don't actively avoid people. You know, I'll go up and I'll talk to people, even, you know, people I don't necessarily care for too much. You know, I'll still have conversations with people because I'm, I'm people at work might tell you differently, but I'm not an asshole. Um, I just I'm not always the most talkative person in the world. Um, but I'm not usually the first person to go out and introduce myself to somebody new. I just, that's part of me. One of those things I need to do with changing myself and change how I think is meeting, being the person to, you know, start the conversation or being able to start a good, you know, substantive conversation. Um, it often leaves me on how to connect with people uh, in a conversation because you don't always know that your convert, your interests are going to align or, you know, maybe, you know, they're antisocial too and don't necessarily vibe with new people until, you know, they really get to know you. And, you know, sometimes it can feel like the conversation's going nowhere, but that's because, you know, sometimes you just don't know what to talk about. Uh, that's, that's the one thing I really hate about socializing with new people is trying to figure out what to talk about. But getting yourself out there to socialize is not difficult. You know, it can be uncomfortable, but it's not difficult. Um, you know, maybe go say hi to, you know, that person you've always thought seemed kind of interesting. Maybe have a conversation with them. You might learn something that you didn't know before or Maybe you guys might become, you know, really good friends. Learning to connect with people. Um, because this is all part of your internal growth. Is opening yourself up to a version of you that didn't exist yesterday. Or maybe existed a while ago and you just let go of that part of yourself. You can get that back. But it all starts with a positive change, positive thoughts. Take the time, you know. Um, for me, it really helps to organize my thoughts sometimes. Write it down. Write down some, some things about yourself that you'd like to change. And I'm not... I'm not talking about, you know, maybe, you know, you want abs or, you know, bigger chest or whatever like that. You know, I mean, you can add that too, but I'm talking more things that have to do with who you are uh, personality-wise, mentally. You know, do you want to be more social? Uh, do you want to be one of those people where... You know, maybe you know a lot of random facts, or maybe you want to be, um, I don't know, maybe you want people to find you more interesting, or maybe you want to be known as that, you know, outgoing person, 
you know, who's not afraid to go try new shit. I really encourage you to be that person who's not afraid to try new stuff because you don't know what you're missing out on if you don't try it. You know, if you go into it and you try it and you're like, meh, you know, I thought I'd like it and I really didn't. That's fine. At least you tried. You went into it with a positive attitude saying, yeah, I'm I'm really going to do my best to like this. And it turns out I really didn't. Hey, at least you tried. (coughs) You took that first step to try something new. So, really get really do some self-reflection on this. Really think about how you can better yourself in a positive way without, you know, having to really do a whole lot. Self-change is a time-consuming process. And it can be difficult at times because when we get in habits, it's hard to change those habits. You know, I said last week that men, we are creatures of habit. It's true. Once we're, you know, the the saying, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Well, they were talking about old men. As you get older, it gets harder to change your habits and change the the way that you do things. Because your brain is, well, it always worked when I did it. Why do I need to do it a different way? not the attitude you need to have. It's a, well, I guess there's more than one way to skin a cat. It's It never hurts to keep learning, guys. And learning how to improve yourself is always a great tool to have. And mastering that tool is even better. Because you'll never stop self-improvement if you learn how to change the little things. You don't, you don't go right into it and say, yep, you know what? I'm going to stop just being antisocial completely, and I'm going to go out and talk to every person I meet. Don't do that. You're going to make yourself anxious and probably talk yourself out of it. But if you just go up and, you know, when you're out one day and just strike up a conversation with somebody new, it's a, it's a baby step. You've slowly made yourself more comfortable with meeting somebody new. Take the time and really, really analyze yourself and figure out where you want to be better. How you're going to go about doing it. That's the other thing, guys. You need to plan this stuff out. Like how, okay, I, I, I want to, you know, be, I want to have a more positive attitude daily. Okay, well, how are you going to go about doing that? What what are you going to change in your life on a day-to-day basis or, you know, an hour-by-hour basis to help you have a more positive attitude daily? What are you going to do? Write that stuff down and really think about it. You know, if you've never heard of, um, I think it's called a reflection board or something stupid like that, uh, you know, it's just a piece of cardboard that you hang up and... It just has all your ideas organized on it, you know, about what you want to do, how you're going to do it, and maybe a timeline for it. You know, give yourself a timeline. If you say, I want to be better financially and I want to do it in 12 months, set that goal. See if you can't see if you can't hit it. Timelines tend to drive us a little bit better. Give us a goal. You know, you can say, I want to be financially better. But, you know, I don't care how long it takes. 
well, you're probably less likely to be successful in that because you haven't given yourself a goal, really. You said, yeah, I want to be financially successful, but saving 20 bucks is financially successful. But if you're able to get yourself in a position to put 20 bucks away a week and never have to touch it and be able to do that. And, you know, if you say, I want to be able to save, you know, $5,000 in the bank by the end of the week or by the end of the year, well, there's your goal. It starts out slow, 20 bucks, 20 bucks, 20 bucks, 20 bucks. But then you start, as the year goes on, you start seeing that snowball and it gets bigger and it gets bigger. And, you know, you're three quarters away of the year and you might be at 30, you know, 3,600 bucks. And you're like, holy shit, I'm at $3,600. It took time, but I'm almost to my goal. Snowball effect. Little by little, guys, you make changes. Don't ever tell yourself that you can't hit a goal because you can. It's always doable. You can always do it. And don't ever stop trying. All right. So I pulled in the driveway and I'm trying to get my damn garage door to open and it's not. There it goes. Um, I appreciate you guys being here with me this week. Um, if you're new, welcome to the Men's Mental Health Podcast. Uh, trying to do these every week. Uh, I really got to start writing this stuff down and organizing my thoughts on them. Uh, even though I do tend to do these when I'm driving home. Uh, you know, it's hard to read your organized thoughts on a piece of paper while you're driving. Um, not the safest thing to do. Uh, but I really do appreciate you guys being here. And if it's your first time, welcome. Thank you for being here. I hope you found something helpful in today's episode or maybe previous ones. Uh, hope to have you guys back here, uh, for the next episode. Uh, if you guys have any suggestions or have any questions, uh, please reach out to me. Let me know, uh, maybe leave a comment. Uh, I am working on getting an email set up for the podcast. That way you guys can just email me directly. Um, but yeah, if you guys have any suggestions, let me know. Um, don't forget to hit subscribe to the podcast. That way you know when I put out a new episode every week. And I will talk to you guys next time.